Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Oatko KK. Sorry for the long pause and not coming to you regularly as I was recovering from my eye surgery. I am now slowly be- going back into action and today I have a very interesting topic discussed with a very interesting person on our podcast. We're going to talk about growing our inner jump and take charge change our life. And for today's podcast, I have invited Yatin Savan, a very close industry associate who I have known him for over 15 years. We met to together when i was in cisco and he was the ceo of clinton foundation doing impact oriented work across india as part of clinton foundation obviously after that i moved places and yatinas places he joined back the industry then he was part of tata and then he has become a very renowned coach as well and now turned to an author who is going to be releasing a book very soon on a very similar topic and mind you very interesting book he shared me copy of the manuscript which i read and got me thinking as this season we are talking about growing positive whether as a person as a nation as an organization as our economy and hence it was pertinent to bring in someone talk about this aspect of growing positive and there you have yatin talk to us about his thesis context of what he has written in his book and i'm sure it's going to launch very soon and the link of the book will also be shared with you very soon once it launch let me just give you a little bit of a flashback we've been bringing various thought leaders and people on our podcast right from our season 1 to talk about different aspects of leadership personal development and we have had rajpeshwaria in season 1 we have had people like dr devdat patnayak talking about mythology and personal development from his book we have people talk on happiness from gallup and the team from jen lim and we had religious gurus also coming in from ishcon who had also talked about different facet of leadership happiness karma dharma and and very interestingly after having read yet book combine both our mythology his understanding of our vedic principles and modern management both on the eastern and the west philosophy so welcome to our podcast uh, today yatin pleasure having you and talk about your book and the thesis and your ideas that you have put together now as an author and a coach and a philosoph- philosopher as well Thank you. let me begin yatin by us what was your inspiration to write this book <laughs> and can you tell us more about your upcoming title okay i inspiration from and all over life not for the book see the entire work the platform on which i work is human development using human mind space as my work area or domain i am not an industry expert i don't focus on geography topics you know functionalities like finance marketing or industries like petrochemical pharmaceutical industry it's all beyond my work is domain agnostic it's about helping people to think and think different now my inspiration so to say as i said comes from life you know when you observe human behavior their issues intrigue oddities dilemmas achievement and when you start reflecting on it either patterns and peculiarities start revealing and those are your realizations the realizations come from within see there are two pathways i always talk about of learning outside in pathway and inside out outside in is a conventional pathway where the feeding is from external sources whether is a teaching reading skilling training motivation speeches and so on and there's a inner pathway where you learn from yourself which i called as adult path most of my you know observations and concepts that have to cross are from my realization but they are not from cloud my realization is like uh, you know processing what i have been exposed to observe experience so everything goes inside and the realization the insights come out for example my biggest fascination is about the concept of mother and child to me mother is not a person it's a concept it represents an outstanding model of service the more and more i observe my mother other mothers and i 
and I have not found an exception that all mothers work with a non-duality, the concept of Advait in our philosophy. They are one with the cause, the cause is the child and more and more I thought about it, it looked like an universal model and that is what has led to my one concept called made to mother organized transformation. It has a couple of chapters in the book. Similarly, when I just let me interrupt you here, I want to know yes. what's the title of your child, the new child, your brain child? <laughs> the new book you mean? Yes. <laughs> okay. No, actually I haven't come to that. See, I have enough material and my uh, manuscripts are ready for three. One is published. This is just published on online. What you refer to, it will be soon available physically. The that if I can tell you the character. The first book is about 54 structured articles, which each, as you observe sometime to, you know, back as a concept with an application. The second book is about my blog, which I've been writing. It is a single thought expansion as against the article. For example, some of the titles of the blogs are, is money the reason of your pursuit or the result of your pursuit? Or let's say a title saying that be mercury in your life and so on. There are a lot of analogies. There are a lot of, so it's a one thought expansion. The third is going to be one-liner wisdom pocket. You know, that is how the dosage of the platform is same. The pharmaceutical molecule is same. It's about inside uh, invoking wisdom. It's about prompting people to think different, but it's coming into different formulation. I haven't come to the title yet, but if you and any of our audience has any suggestion, I'll be happy. All right. So we can probably have a title contest as well. Yes. Perhaps link this onto our audience on the website and our podcast as well. So let's Seriously, kind of I'm do happy. that. My title of this podcast I thought was also very much self-descriptive of what you are trying to portray and communicate out of your book as well. Yes. So uh, let the audience also bring in some cues and talk about it yes, and sir, give uh, some Kapil, suggestions. Kapil, what you're suggesting, it could be an outcome of the podcast. See, my basic objective is to shake up and help prompt people to think and think differently. So that uh, if, they, they, if they suggest title, that's a good outcome. Therefore. I've achieved my goal. Excellent. Let's do that and let's continue a bit, Yatin. You know, I yes. read your manuscript and just thought, concept, ideas that you have put together. There are about plus yeah, chapters that you yeah. have written in short essays. They themselves look <laughs> like to be a preface of every chapter. It looks like to be a preface of a longer book to be written by you. And it there is. are so many thoughts and ideas that you have shared in your book. Somewhere I was getting a bit lost navigating through your thoughts and ideas in terms of great prescription. But you know, how do we go about from after reading the book into actually implementing it to our life is where I was missing some threads or ideas. And I thought maybe wise get your take on some of those ideas and concepts that you have put together after having you read your book. How do you go about, you know, putting it in your life and your personal or your organization, the ideas or concepts that you put together? So I thought first get that mm -hmm. out where we move into the deeper discussion on those concepts and ideas from your book as well. So Yatin, yes. one thing that I noticed in your book was that you have said that he is a great country of intellectuals and we are a very intelligent race but lack execution capability. Mm. And I assume that also holds in terms of lacking our internal wisdom to execute what we want in our lives as well. Correct? Correct. And in all walks of life, now Indians are executing. We have got a very good startup ecosystem. We have sent Chandrayaan to a moon. Now there are umpteen number of examples where we are now starting to execute or demonstrate our execution capability. Yes. So my point or my question to you was, although we are intelligent, but why are lack internal wisdom to execute what you want in our life? Okay. Uh, first of all, a little re my side. See, what I mean is not, is lacking exec not execution capability. Uh, it is about the attitude. I think somewhere you had mentioned it also, a lack of inner wisdom. See, it is about the mental frame, the outlook. See, the way you see 
is the way you do. How you think decides what you do. Okay. Busy big. What you see is what you get. Absolutely. So, in see, our computers. Yes. So, you reading a book and me reading the same book is not exactly the same experience. Correct? Right. Correct. So, what happens inside, sometimes back I talked about I'll, my I'll own bring experience. in my own lens, my own filters of my own experiential learnings Absolutely. and experience Absolutely. as well. Correct. What so, I read. I'll, I'll give you one quick example. Once upon a time, I think a few years back, Deepak Pra was here in, in Bangalore for a talk. Me and my fellow coach went for that talk. On my return, uh, in the discussion, my fellow coach said, Oh, Deepak Chopra ko kuch aata nahi hai, to hoax hai. He's a bakwas. I kept wondering, saying that if that true, should I not be thinking, saying that mere ko kya mila? I mean, did I get, you know, you may say that, I mean, I'm just saying theoretically, my opinion is different, not like his friend. But I'm saying even if it's lesser relevant to me as to what he, how do I evaluate him? First of all, I have no capability to evaluate and judge other people. But even if I do, I think my focus in my interest should be saying that of all that he spoke for three hours, did I at least get good points from that? So this is how we look. So some people are looking at the same thing from a judge. They all the time in life kind of exam paper, answer sheets exam karte hai, examine karte hai, and they lose track for themselves. Whereas a focus for you, an individual, should be your own enhancement because that is going to take you further. So coming back to your question, I think our outlook is little, if I can use that word, lackadaisical. Sometimes I say our intelligence is as much as our strength is as much as our weakness because we are and resume we are so we kind of look at the efforts and perspiration with disdain mm -hmm. as if it is below me okay so i have seen you know people extending as much in terms of excelling in execution as they do in intellectual debates and there are intelligent people Maybe even on the streets you get good advice in india and i'm not sarcastic about it. i'm a little sad so it is like you know a dormant uh, volcano you know volcano has three types yeah life dormant and dead i don't think we are dead but i want us to be a live volcano which you're capable of we hold that potential but many of us are dormant volcanoes that is exactly what i said when the under leverage under leveraging is about application deficit not about uh, talent deficit so many of us two things many of us think our job is to pontificate and to advise see it everywhere including tv debate every night but not execute so that's an outlook that's a barrier capability it's an attitude and the second thing as i said is i think sometimes your best of your strength can be the worst of your uh, limitations. So our intelligence, unless intelligence is like a horse, you no, know, unless you rein that horse and take it on course for you to succeed, the horse can take you to jungle because it's not rain. The question is, are you riding the horse or horse is riding you? And that is the problem. So that intelligence, which is a strength to be used, uska other side of the coin is we get lazy and disdainful about non-intellectual tasks. That is something which is robbing us from excelling in execution. We have the ability and you're right. Many people flourishing in it with 100% truth. I'm making it generic. Provoke people. Become from dormant volcano to a live volcano. And you will see the difference. That reminds me of the quote in Three Idiots where the principal <laughs> says, yes. Ye brain nana, mm. the brain has not been utilized. Correct. And if sell this brain, we'll get a lot of money. Yes. And I guess some of those thoughts and ideas flow across your chapters in your book as well. In terms of leveraging ourselves, using our brain <laughs> and all our faculties. Correct. And then value creation. Correct. And then monetization. Yes. Right? See, the pain, uh, you know, if you are uh, less, I have that pain. pain uh, if you have 100 units, you are using only 50. I mean, metaphorical. 
that when you have the pain. I wanted to pick up the the, the thing about what you talked about under talented and under leverage the country as a race. Correct. Can you give me some examples or situations of what you mean as under leverage? It's a new thing because in financial jargon, finance term something, but mm-hmm. in, in yes. Yeah. So I wanted to get your mouth. What do you mean as under leverage? Okay. So let's first get the terminologies clear because sometimes the understanding could be slightly different on both Correct. other sides. Okay. By under leveraging, to me by definition, my own understanding is about application back in the gap. In the sense, okay, let's take an example. You have a juicy fruit, okay? But I just buy the, I don't squeeze the juice out of it and I don't drink it. So I wouldn't get nourished, okay? The fruit's advantage is under leveraged. So is our mind, our experience and so on. So to me, being under leveraged is the gap between what you possess, your potential and where you can reach versus where you are, actually where you are currently stagnating. Okay, That gap, leveraging gap. Now, you might say, actually, it's not a tussle. It's not this versus that. It's not talent versus leveraging. I think we require both, but it's a question of primacy and urgency. For example, mm-hmm. if I have, again, let me go back to, and then I'll give you human analogy. Let me go back to the fruit analogy. If I already have a juice, which I've not kind of extracted juice for my nourishment, I keep on buying some more juicy fruit. That acquisition or an application is in advance. So to me, before I think of buying another juice fruit, it's incumbent on me. Take the juice of this fruit, drink it, and then ask for more. What in real life is happening, either for organization, even for individuals, is that we keep on accumulating juicy fruits, which eventually rot and they stink because we don't use that. Each of our major experience in life, each of our completed year is a juicy fruit. The juice is the learning. What is the learning that we take? It just passed by. That is under leveraging because we don't use it. Now, see how is the Jisko Hindi mein hold bolte hai, you know, urge or kind of a run for this uh, haan, hold hai. In the sense, I go for a, a training program, I buy books and read, I do some courses. These are all buying fruits. I'm not saying, obviously, juicy fruits are the meaningful things, but I'm saying what happens after a training program in an organization? I haven't seen many organizations taking juice out of it, leverage. Most of the organization training program is like a checklist marking for the HR person who's concerned because it is there in his annual MBO, five training days per employee or whatever. That ritual is more important. So buying fruit is our tendency, inadvertent tendency, not taking juice. So now, see, in engineering or anyway, and manufacturing, we call it a, is a concept of efficiency. You know, how much you get with what you have. Okay, now. Wait, wait, I want to pause you here. Different people will love to have different using <laughs> your analogy. And I'm sure there should be a dietitian who probably say, okay, if you have this fruit, this is the benefit of the juice that you can derive from this fruit. Uh, correct, correct. I agree. And I believe many people, not just India, but universally, are naive. They don't know what fruit are there, first of all. Correct. What is their hunger for that fruit? What if fruit all, is best correct. suited them in terms of their zoological and their metabolism. metabolism? So, how do you go about first, you know, when clarifying that there is a fruit, you need to have that, and this is the potential <laughs> of the juice that can nourish? Correct. I guess that's the first barrier correct. of us being under leverage or under talented, correct? I, I agree. So, I think you actually got an interesting point which I talk about. It's a debate between metabolism and diet. Right. Okay. That is why I use the word hoard. There is a generic hoard. I'm sorry, I can't get good word in English for that. <laughs> race, race. Ah, okay. You know, it's a blind race. I'm rush. Okay. So there's a generic drive. You know, it's an oversimplification of doing training, doing this, doing this, this. But the crux for individual, what will help him or her is the metabolism, not the diet. Same diet. Two diet may work not for you. And both of us may be diabetic or whatever because your metabolism is different. So, in fact, when I talk about inside, out and outside in, the diet is an outside in mechanism. Metabolism is an inside out mechanism. If you ask me what is more appropriate focus on in enhancing health and
and nourishment for a person i would rather work on improving metabolism that is the inside out pathway outside no, but i'm still not getting the answer see i get the inside in and outside outside inside in out, yeah. inside out sorry but the critical here is my body has a certain potential correct it has a certain ability to metabolize correct and it has certain ability to perform certain thing correct. for it it will need a diet and a nourishment correct. now in your book what you have said is you have a certain body mass which correct. has a certain potential to so work and think and whatever you call as inner wisdom and application but you are under leverage because first of all you don't know how much you need to eat to actually that perform that's correct. the first thing that i got out of your book or the manuscript that shared then after having realized that you need someone or a dietitian or a doctor tell you or to prescribe to you if you do this where you reach correct. or if you do this this is how well you'll sprint if you are a runner you'll sprint faster or whatever your goals are that your body has or your body's potential to do correct. or to run or correct. perform certain and then start consuming which is your outside in and outside enhance out. your yeah. inside out tension correct yeah. as a process what i wondered out of your book that you uh, shared yes. with me yes. now we are even at the first level of saying that hey i'm a body i have certain potential but i myself don't know what my potential is how do you first yeah. go correct. about understanding what that potential is to understand that yes i need to do something as i am under level correct so it always starts with self aware not only piece by piece uh, comparison and analogy hmm. that's the first step we talked about in terms of i don't know what to eat right so first step is self awareness and the owner of that is self in the sense i need to know who i am who i am who i am not what are my strengths what am i not strengths because if i do not know myself enough i can't leverage myself for example if i don't find out that i have a flair for in cricket bowling then in batting in blindly i will get coaching for all and i will not be able to focus right sachin tendulkar for very early knew where his talent was right in fact in mid of his career twice got and twice left captain just because on batting it's important for self leveraging that know what you are what you are not it's not necessary that you have to be sharukh khan you can be rajpal yadav also right as long as you know that you are not sharukh khan you are not under illusion and waste your life in excelling in what you can't but you know you are rajpal yadav you are different abilities and so on self awareness extremely important there are ways to do it but owner is you it can't be fed from outside people like you and me can only make them aware that self awareness is a basic thing incidentally awareness is the first step before action those people who are unaware don't take action so for you want to mobilize any for action don't force them help them to get aware awareness leads to action that's point one second word which i use uh, metabolism is equivalent to human constitution which you may have read in the book the constitution okay. is a set your inner engineering inner infrastructure this is how your mind is oriented this is a set of your attitude beliefs everything that is either genetic or your early upbringing has led to that is the prism through which you see so that is your metabolism that constitution decides whether you are donkey or horse now both donkey and horse are important but they are not interchangeable in their task okay so that metabolism is constitution that decides the diet diet is the equipping that you do for yourself in hand it could be externally aided eight factors are all enablers they are not the core your core is your prism mental prism which is your constitution which is going to consume you have a processor in your mind which is going to take the juice of what uh, you receive as input now if i in my 17 chapter you might have read model called nira nira i have explained as to what happens in metabolism versus what happens in your mind see when you observe things or notice is like getting food from outside for the digestion okay after that make sense of that in your mind as to what is happening why is happening at sense making is about digestion equivalent then there is a process in digestion called assimilation this is where the realization mind have observed try and interpret make sense that leads to realization which is equivalent of assimilation that 
complete nourishment in the in here it leads to act so you observe or or absorb external input you make sense of that interpret then the realization flow from within and that tell you what is to do that leads to action now these are the four steps which is elaborated in my 17 chapter called nira the processor in your which guides you and talked about the dietitian the equivalent in this human process is called coach you know personal and executive coaching correct ha huh. that the that dietitian your coach over a period of time can train yourself for self coaching but initially you will require help if you are not initiated enough so use a coach and coach essentially as couple you know they don't give solution they help you to find your solution because you have the best solution but somehow there is a dust on your glasses which you never realize you need to clean the coach comes and cleans the dust gathered on your glass your vision be clear i just okay. had a cataract surgery <laughs> okay. to get my vision cleared correct for but good. remember after your vision clear, you don't need anybody you don't need feeding right you become seeker as a word i've used in your book you talked about mind orientation yes. and you said that it's like an invisible saraswat now and you have also used a lot of hindu mythology and a lot of analogies from there mm. but according to hindu mythology lakshmi and saraswati are not fond of each other because they represent <laughs> disparate aspect of life lakshmi is associated with material wealth prosperity while saraswati mm. is associated with knowledge wisdom and spiritual wealth and our topic of today inner wisdom correct, correct? now it is believed yes. that knowledge and riches don't go hand in hand and hence we <laughs> find that this is That's contradictory not for, you, not for you so how do you address this dichotomy and in your book i am sure you have not talked more about this but how does one go from saraswati to achieving the lakshmi correct. okay so let me start let me take one step back and this with little apology that i have not clarified i realized when you raised question that i left it unclarified when i used the word saraswati first of all my reference saraswati is the saraswati river not the goddess of wisdom and all. Okay. you remember and you know from that saras flourish and we saraswats i mean i am a saraswati who on the banks of saraswati did vidya puja whatever but that river descended or went underground at the close at the end towards the end of harappan civilization okay? that is the invisible saras so i'll tell you how that connect is and then i will still come back to your question of lakshmi and saraswati not wanting to be together but just hold on so let me clarify that i didn't realize that it could be seen that way but i meant only river okay now Good to have my, a peer review done by me then <laughs> no no i think i just these are realizations i didn't realize that it could also be seen as a goddess of wisdom mai to mere dimag mein river tha i thought everybody under same way that silly okay but let me take that first and then uh, come back to lucky okay so i used the analogy for uh, invisible because i have said somewhere i think in first chapter there are four components for success one is knowledge second is domain skill third is soft skills and fourth is mind orientation the first three are external and are called enabler they are enablers they don't have life of their own they need to be driven the fourth one is internal called mind orientation and that is the driver the inside out ha huh. correct just come back you talk about that inner you know drive how your constitution is so how your mental prism is okay so that is the driver and that is missing because most people don't have this in their active cognizant even organization that's why they keep on harping on training and skilling and training and skilling it's all external feeding but there is no attempt being made to energize from inside help people open the windows of their mind to help people think and think differently we are externally focused that mind orientation aspect is so vital for human development is invisible in that context i use saraswati river so that's point number 1 okay now lakshmi and sarai what that but i humbly and respectfully disagree and i'll tell you why i think this is more of a conditioning that we have been brought up with there are two triggers for this conditioning one is the you know western concept of success and wealth and if time permits sometime now a letter i will elaborate on that you know that is conditioned us to think from the angle of that competitive 
creative spirit which is one versus another you can't conceive that there will be a convergence and coherence we always think in the conflict it has Saraswati or Lakshmi one second conditioning is if you are connected with our original what is mentioned in Gita Varna system there the role of Brahmin supposed to be the custodian of knowledge and he was not supposed to earn anything that was a clear you know role differentiation that is where Saraswati and Lakshmi got separated whereas Vaishya role was to agriculture trade earn create wealth and so on but not to teach and so Vahape that was with a certain purpose that we had four functions created but that is also one of the trigger why we always believe that Lakshmi has to be different now there is somewhere it's not in the book I have asked I think I mentioned it's done before is money the reason or the result of your pursuit okay now if the money is not the reason of your pursuit but the result of your pursuit you can have Lakshmi and Saraswati together now Saraswati does not mean only academic knowledge take the talent Sachin Tendulkar is a case where you have a talent and staying with Lata Mangeshkar enormous talent and also the knowledge of the field it doesn't have to be books only it doesn't have to be Vedas only and Lakshmi the authors western world well not in India are they not a good example of coexistence see what happens is when you pursue a cause not money tend to excel like Tendul or Mangeshkar and market pays you premium for your excellence so I would suggest that find the cause which could be any field excel in that like an osmosis it is possible that Lakshmi and Saraswati can harmonious coexist there is nobody subsidiary the concept of conflict one versus other and subsidiary and primary are the conditioning of our mind we can't conceive a cohesive coherent and convergent world that is the reason so I got you thanks for providing your perspective I move on to another concept that you talked about which is the power of perspective Correct. and your book you have outlined the story of why by man and the elephant yeah. now we started this podcast for 2020 when mm-hmm. we were just beginning the lockdown and many of the business world leaders and politicians who I spoke to at that point in time said they did not have the perspective or the application experience to deal mm-hmm. with the situation and lead the, their, their constituency or their organization forward. Now, how do you deal with this sort of blind spot which is an outlier for developed perspective and wisdom? Okay, so if I understood right, you're saying when in your conversations during COVID days, some leaders say yeah, that we were the, the whole motivation to start quote-unquote was 700-800 CEOs and politicians and people who I reached to in April 2020 said, yeah, we don't know. We've never had this. We don't know how to deal with it. Okay, okay so let me take it in two ways. I understand. See, Paul, I minor thing, I difference between holding knowledge and holding perspective. To me, perspective is intrinsic to leading to action. Knowledge is knowing but not acting. That is perfect. Okay? So when I say perspective, and that is why I've said acid test for a leader in today's world is develop power perspective, power vision, and get, uh, get your teams inspired and get it translated. The leader has to lead with perspective because everything else in today's world can be accessible to everybody. Resources, technology, taken minds available. What is not available, in, in fact, all of the external resources can be available. What is not available and that you need to bring with leadership is perspective. Perspective is your outlook, your dharana, monkey dharana, your conviction. You need to lead with conviction that has come from inside. Now, that is the whole concept. Those people who say you do not have perspective, the whole concept of inside out. They need practice. There are four learn yourself as far as I know and there may be many. Reflection, introspection, meditation, self-dialogue and I use all. I'm not too good at meditation but I've used the other and I benefited. The book is a result of that. Okay, all my realize there's a lot to learn. So instead of organization and senior management focusing on externally equipping their potential managers, killing and training, they should conduct workshops and I can do that for them. In terms of invoking, you know, getting their name a dormant volcano to a live volcano. I mean, some are dead volcano but the answer is then you know what the action is. You go 
about to get rid of the dead volcanoes, that dead wind, right? So I presume that good organization will have a greater mix of some live volcanoes and many dormant volcanoes. Then there's a scope. So organization should focus in invoking the inner, you know, independent thinking. That leads perspective. And leadership position have to be filled in or laid by people can lead with perspective. Everything else is like Got it. I wanted to shift gears on getting a personal balance scorecard <laughs> for assessing inner wisdom okay. from you. Now, you know what a balance scorecard is and mm. how would you probably go about describing a, an individual's balance scorecard for inner wisdom? Okay. That would leave to prescription of ideas and use in the process of how the person needs to adapt and change. Correct. So what I'll do, Kapil, is I'm actually taking one step backwards before I come on the stage. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, and please pardon me, but I think it needs to be done. See, because whether you, me also, and everybody else, including your audiences, are academically brought up in a certain way, which is a Western way of thinking, which is more of an exterior to the thing, including to measure. For example, I have to measure, you know, my happiness. I need to feel how happy I am. I don't measure it on weighing scale or on the thermometer. So we need to delink the mind. See, unless you break the mold of the thinking framework from which you come, physical, because the inner will not be accessible. So that's just a disclaimer caution I leave. Okay. Now, I will give you parameters because I have not yet worked on creating a balanced scorecard, but I can give you the parameters. Somebody can do. See, primarily in my article, if you've seen body and soul, the Westerners are excel in body, which is procedures, rules, processes, technology, and so on. And Easterners, including India, our traditional strength was the inspiration and the drive behind. Okay. Okay. Now leave that as that is a premise. Disclaimer. Let me first uh, get the terminological uh, clarity here when I use the word wisdom, and then I'll come back to the parameters which can lead to the scorecard. Okay. Now there are four components. I the four stages in which a human mind evolved finally is from knowledge to learning to in, knowledge to learning to insight to wisdom knowledge is external which is all that you can see observe read etc anything which is information which is knowledge my terminology i'm not using dictionary learning is a, say your knowledge which means if knowledge is a fruit learning is a juice knowledge so is learning external. and growth part of this what you are talking yeah, yeah so let me just finish that chain of thought so then i in that context i'm using wisdom and then i'll give you the parameter so knowledge is the information and all, all is is knowledge that is external at the stage of learning when you're taking juice that is transmitting insight insight and wisdom both are inside you and those are your differentiator that's no, your internal part correct see anything which is external cannot be your differentiator because anybody can equalize your right? you read a book he reads a book you go to IMA he will go to IMA right so what learning and what processes I excel yeah correct that is the stage where you're trying to develop that differentiator uh, which gets you a different premium then okay so that right. is your insight and wisdom now different learning and insight is learning is normally academic and theoretical like Newton's three laws. When you start applying that in whatever you are doing, you may be a housewife, you may be an engineer, you may be a financer, whatever. What comes up inside you from your experience, those nuances is your insight. Okay. Okay. The difference between insight and wisdom is like insight is vertical. It is domain specific. In common man language, it is called expertise. So you become 90%, 95%, 96% and so on towards that insight, which is so you are a financer. I'm a marketing expert and so on. Wisdom is horizontal, which is domain agnostic, which means if insight is knowing more by using, knowing more about 
the known by using known that is inside knowing about the known wisdom is fathoming unfamiliar using the familiar you can if you can transport or if you can transport your you know insights into one domain to another that's horizontal that is if you can make sense of things unknown using the known for example resonance is a physics concept i have used as a human resonance and there's a chapter in this osmosis is a chemistry concept. and you can still use it in human interact okay it is like the pollen grains you know you take from one area and use it another that is why wisdom and literacy has no connect we used to call our ancestors and you know dadas nanas and nanis and etc as wise people they may not be as educated as you and me are because they had an ability which transpose link one to another and make sense in common language it's called common sense which is uncommon okay so that is the wisdom so it is knowledge to learning to insight to wisdom we are talking about that concept okay thik now the parameters are like we need to understand that mind orientation which i talked about is about setting your antenna right it is so that you can catch signals which are available many times we don't catch signal in our routine because our mind antenna is not set right so there are three indicators or components of the right mind orientation one is called higher clarity second is deeper insight third is alternate effect. these three parameters together are the indicator and the component of mind orientation can be measured higher clarity helps cut through any ambiguity like a sharp razor razor blade knife deeper insight is what gets the grasp of the subject so to have a meaningful discussion otherwise you are a cut paste artist like what happens on whatsapp okay? there is no originality and alternative perspectives are required to create solution because solution has to process create option and select right option select right option is a right is a left brain activity we are all used to that our academic upbringing is that creating of has come from developing alternative perspective which means we need to have an ability to look at the same thing differently look at the elephant from different angle now these are all three are measurable parameters which are go into creating that mind orientation which is what lead wisdom okay this one thing which i mentioned you before is that the basic premise for action self awareness which is a factor for self leveraging because if you are not aware you don't action you don't get leverage so all this has to be placed in the context of that primary action which is called self awareness now all of this clarity i mean they they are not in themselves quantified like weight and temperature but they are measured the awareness the clarity insight and perspective ability to develop perspective and in a personal balance scorecard they are fit well the inner wisdom yes, yes. one is understanding your learning growth your internalization your internal yes. perspective correct putting together the saraswati or the lakshmi which is the financial part correct and finally what do you return back to the society or the people who you are subservient to or you have to contribute correct see you are right which is your customers yeah see there is i think you hinted i always believe for a person needs two things one you require a pro- professional success and second is personal fulfillment i think both are important and also societal standing yeah that get that get in the sense no see, you may I, not be financially successful <coughs> no. but you have contributed with your knowledge or with correct. your service society correct that leads to fulfillment so i'm saying see we are i'm glad that you mentioned that because otherwise we are all conditioned to see success quote and quote and wealth quote and quote in a physical material form and i kind of resist that because that's not a holistic view and that is not a holistic evolution of a human kind on earth got it so okay. moving forward yatin i wanted to talk a little bit about you gave the change of avatar hmm. after the person has done his internalization gathered the wisdom Correct. which is the process of valya going to become valmiki right and personally i have a framework for managing myself and change and transition but your book has just stopped there and hmm. not gone forward describe how do you go about that process of change once you have got that done i've used a framework called bucklet 
Twin framework very well, hmm. understanding what is the level of change, where the change is, what change control level, and then what drivers of change do I have to look at to impact, get the maximum impact out. Hmm. So how do you, you suggest once you have gained that internal wisdom that you are on a path of change, like what you have said about Valya, who was earlier, Val, uh, sorry, who was later Valmiki, Correct. and he transformed himself after gaining that wisdom. How do you prescribe a process for individuals to go on that path? Okay, so I will first lay that out and I will also briefly touch upon the model that you mentioned because I've looked at it and there are some components are very used. Okay. Hmm. First of all, my clarity is about what moves whom. I mean, what moves what? What is the cause and what is the effect? Even in coaching, as you may be aware, we as coaches do not prescribe solution. That's the job of a consultant. A coaching mechanism is about capability building, equipping your coachee to be able to have that clarity in terms of finding his own way and navigating on that. So that's capability. Consultancy is about feeding. So if I focus on one plus one, the answer has to be two. So I don't have to work on both sides. Okay. So there are two things I've always talked about, external and internal. And in my observation, opinion and conviction, it is the internal which drives the external. I use that word and terminal analogy of Ekala, where the seeker. See the difference between a Arjun and uh, one difference, sorry, between Arjun and Ekala, where who otherwise supposed to be at par and scale. Arjun was largely a product of skill. Ekala is a product of will. And I believe that the biggest goal in developing a person is to make him or her a seeker because seeker is a stage where in your own enlightenment you can see the path ahead. You don't need to be fed anymore. So back to the principle, my way of working is always working at the roots. For example, if you need better fruits, you don't treat the fruits. You need to work at the root. So the root is internal. If I can strengthen your inner infrastructure, your mind, I am making you a seeker by which you can access, you even know what to access. So that's a premise. So the entire my efforts and process will be in terms of harnessing inner infrastructure, which means the focus on inside out pathway, help a person develop perspective, have clarity, develop insight, create an independent thinking. And the mechanisms are four. One is reflection. Second is introspection. Third is meditation. And fourth is self dialogue. And this can be either a, a coaching program so that you can get the person on the path or I do it workshops also because some people are at a higher level of evolution, which can catch up faster. The lesser initiated can be passed through the coaching process. So once they get on the track, they become seeker. They need you less. And all of the external things, which is strategies, environmental scanning, structures, systems, they know what and how to get. Hmm? This is the one. If you see the trigger for Wale to Valmi was essentially a perspective change, which was caused by the coaching question, which Narad Muni asked. So once person gets on the track and big seeker, you can externally facilitate his journey or her journey to logical destination via external tool. That is the how mechanism for sealing in advantage or setting the habit formation. Once that habit formation happens, the person is on a self momentum. He doesn't need you. Okay. Now I like the concepts with some of the, see the model that you mentioned about Burke and Litwin has a component of external and internal. The internal components is leadership, culture, mission, attitudes, behavior. The first, first three are institutional. The, now what I'm talking about is individual attitudes, behaviors, and perceptions of anyone. These are important. So I'll pick up those and I will weave it into what I told you, my mechanism, my premise, and my process. Is that I, I think it makes sense to start using this sort of a framework in self-realization and moving toward a higher wisdom okay. and goals in your life as a person. Correct. One second, that thought, okay? Yeah, sure. It's not in the book. There are three things which a task is captured in three things. Why, what, and how. What is the destination? Why is the purpose? And how is the Okay. Now, even in this place, what I described to you, why is where you get a person anchored, which is, you know, motivated 
related take that part what is that sense of how it need the coaching etc and how is normally left when you if you do a good job about why invoke why and telling what leave that how the person to work out that's called empower this is how the team working should be okay i want to shift gears yes because your book has put in the whole concept very well it can be applied universally more towards the eastern culture than the west culture but <laughs> i will take that a bit later okay i wanted to understand you've talked about the mother yes and you've talked about the kid student the employees work professional the traders the businessmen the politician you have not talked you've talked about the seniors the parents i wanted to understand we were to give this book was all these different cohort your messaging of growing inner wisdom at a different life stage and work stage would be very different how would you segment your messaging for growing inner wisdom different cohort and we could take that one by one as a rapid fire round okay actually no well. kapil my task is simpler than what you laid out huh. uh, i'll tell you where i agree where i disagree i decide the message is different the application is different the message message is universal in the sense i told you right my work is domain agnostic it's not geography it's not industry it's not subject it's not age and gender because it is working on the mind space it is setting your antenna right like the orienting it's like being your mind prism in a way that when the sun rays pass through that can create that rainbow of colors okay got it so, so that let's talk about the application then. i'm sorry i picked up the wrong <laughs> thought process here of applying the inner wisdom which is application right so for mothers and wives what is your one line there actually i tell this to anybody i said if you take whatever you're doing as your child you become mother and would you say that to the father and husband as well absolutely because my mother concept is not gender specific it's not a person okay it's a word so okay. it is now this whole woke principle of he she it and whatever <laughs> we are no, becoming gender agnostic yeah, it is okay so uh, it's I, not role based your concept per se then no, you can you you kapil you and me as males can become mother and you would have acted as mother in some cases you just reflect in your mind it will come back right. it may be your work for it it be your colleague for example right. okay. there is one thing i could also for husband and father and other. there is i have also written on relationship that's another application there are two founding pillars for relationship one is called trust and second is called comfort and both are independent of each other you may trust right. somebody but not comfortable to open up and you can open up with somebody but not sure he can uh, or she can provide your you know uh, solution okay now my message in relationship is actually invest in understanding people not in transforming people which is the primary or in a competitive world like to make everybody like us okay if you really invest in understanding people transformation follows as a logical by uh, we have a misdirected priorities we won't transform people just understand because that builds trust if i if i see you're making genuine effort to understand me i start to begin to trust you that's important for it what about your messaging to k student and the youth this country i would say that find a cause which higher than you and dedicate yourself to that excellence is when you do that you have a chapter on traders and businessmen yes and what your message to them okay see both of yeah, yeah, i i was meant that traders are not entities but they are approaches okay that is how you look at it trader is a transactional approach businessman is a relational approach. i would have for both of them the message is if you can keep your customer at the core of anything that you're doing instead of yourself many people say they do but i they don't you know even in organized what they measures they always have the roi and what will i get for what i do kind of a consideration the pnl consideration or whatever it i believe that if you really keep the customer at the core and believe uh, that the only focus the only uh, only way not a better way only way to maximize your win is maximizing customer win so keeping customer at focus is easier said than done it's very difficult. 
difficult but if you do you will have both lakshmi uh, not saraswati but lakshmi and fulfillment fulfillment because you have served a purpose of call customer the cause and lakshmi is because of the wealth value with that yes yes that's an important concept value creation what about the seniors and the senior citizen of a society okay senior citizens i would say that actually parents already senior citizens as parent age uh, transform yourself move or progress yourself from a role if at all you had as a controller to a custodian most of the time many parents in good in good meaning a uh, well meaning uh, take their children as their possession and property Correct. and their controller so when children grow you also need outgrow that role if at all you held that any time become custodian a facilitator feeling like a guru with a shishya let's also talk about now that the election season is coming <laughs> the politician i'm sure they also need some nerves how to lead the country what's lacking again in our political team and i get so pained and frustrated look watching those waste full program called debate tv every night is the only advice to them is be actually sincere to the cause and i think it pays you know what is happening they have a dilemma same dilemma as we have in business cost versus gain right so if they do the good thing will it pay me back in my electoral results i would tell them saying that start having conviction in yourself and in the principle of goodness saying that if you do good things it pays back it does it is your dilemma and anxiety which makes you confused and therefore try and your feet on to drifting and it is it's actually a disaster we can't every day so have conviction yourself and your cause things will happen excellent you know started about podcast on saying what do you stand for which i say is defining your value proposition correct and you know i have my own three ping pong model do google search hmm. ball model of defining your value and your value proposition and value creation as an individual or as an organization or as a country hmm. after reading this book what is the nirvana or the value proposition that you are guaranteeing to your readers okay let's talk of value comes are getting that inner wisdom okay okay let's talk of deliverable first i think the minimum deliverable that will be there after reading the book is the realization you know, sometimes people say oh i didn't think that way oh i see is it so that itself is a perspective is, part yes is that waking up that is beginning shaking up a dormant volcano to its stage of awareness that's not action that is awareness because i remember i told you awareness is a base stage leading to action so if i can create that awareness is one second thing many if not most of my concepts have kind of a drop down application in real whether i whether i talk alternate approach work and life whether i talk of business business whether it's win within win or a four and serving is about solving everything is an application so my book is not one created for uh, enlightenment or a temporary pleasure it's certainly not for entertainment it might entertain you internal when you feel good about that but it is about prompting you one to wake you up and second from you into action because the value of this book is unlocked only when it reaches more people and at least some of them will put it into their life i have no illusion that 100% will even 10% doing makes a world a better place and i am the beneficiary of better world and as i say somewhere in the book if i am lucky there may be one person who can turn into a seeker my life is made because if i can create even one seeker in my lifetime like ekalavya to whom my book is dedicated i am done i really appreciate the kind words that you have and the generous goals that you have set out from book I really appreciate you giving this time talking to us on this podcast <laughs> reading the book was very quick lightning so i would urge my listeners as well to go and download the
the book uh, and also suggest what the title of the book should be yes. as well. Okay. Just can I add, sorry, one line, uh, if I'm not sure. interrupting you. Okay. Uh, first of all, I sorry, I didn't update you. Uh, my uh, two days back, the book is listed on all online platforms. It okay. is probably not yet hit the, you're right, the physical form, book depots, but it's there. It's also in uh, Amazon.com for international English readers. One second thing I was saying, you know, the sugarcane, yeah. whatever, you know, sugarcane juice, have you seen that machine? Yes. How many times that is passed the machine? At least three, four times right. of complete juice. Now, I would urge my readers to read book one, two, <laughs> three to get the best juice because see, game of realization is not completed in one day. Yeah, I, I could understand that visual Saraswati to be the goddess. You meant it to be the river. Change of perspective here as well. <laughs> and realize time uh, set in, but once they do, that is systemic. That will stay with. That's the, sorry, that's the biggest advantage I should add to your previous question. Systemic. Thank you so much, Yatin, for coming and spending time and talk to us. On behalf My of pleasure. our team and our sponsors, I really love to thank you so much for talking very candidly out of the context of the book <laughs> and the syllabus of the book as well yes. on a very interesting topic that we culled out from reading your book and very inspirational indeed. Thank you, thank so, you so much. much and I love your suggestion of involving your, your audience. I, I really need that. Uh, if they come up with uh, suggestions for the title. Excellent. We'll do that. Oh, thank you. Lovely. Bye-bye. Okay.